I can currently be seen on Instagram, Shorty. This is Mish. Welcome to Millennial Love. I was trying to think. <laughs> you know, all of her references are from Martin. <laughs> yeah, I, it's my favorite episode. I didn't get it. <laughs> it's sophisticated ladies when she say, I can't currently be seen <laughs> on my one. <laughs> I don't know what she said. She was talking about one of Luke videos. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of. Was this when Gina was trying to get into this whole sorority or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And, and uh, Shanae and Key Lolo came in. Hmm. It took their spots. We need we need to do some like black culture um, trivia. Where can I watch Martin like from beginning to end? Do I have to Fire buy stick? it? But I also have seasons one through four on DVD. If you would like to, buy okay, it. I actually may need to because I had to watch. I had to go back and watch a different world because I didn't watch it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And this may be one of the ones. I, I actually just watch. got. Uh, living single, so I'm excited to oh watch. Oh my that. god, yeah. I love it's living such single. A good show. Such a we should do show. that one one episode. Just talk about '90s sitcoms. That, yes. We had a lot of sitcoms. We had in so the 90s. many. We did Family Matters. Yes, Family Matters. So living good. single. What's what's your, your people called? Um, Golden Girls. Two two seven. Golden Girls. What's two two seven? That was '90s. That wasn't '90s. Golden Girls was the 90s or was the 80s? Yeah, Golden Girls are white people. We're though. also talking about black people. I'm like, why are we talking about white Golden people? Golden Girls is a part of black culture. I, I, I would say that Okay. Um, 227 was towards the end of the 90s. What is 227? With, with Marla Gibson and Regina King. Regina King, whenever they would like, they would, the... The intro would be like of a brownstone mm-hmm. with some stairs. Two, two, seven. And that tall, bright lady that talk with her. What is her Jack name? Jack A. Jack A. I know the characters, but 227 as a show is it not ringing a bell. You have to go watch it. You it's have iconic. to watch it. It's iconic. Was, um, what's the one with uh, Monique? Was that in the 90s? Moesha. Too? Moesha? Oh, that um, was 2000. S- 90s. I think Moesha started at the end of the 90s. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do our research and we're going to have a full episode. We really should. But for the listeners, this is Mish. The- <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, go. This is Cardi. <laughs> this is Justin. And this is episode 71 of Millennial Love, where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish AF. Yeah. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social networks. And hashtag MO3 while you tweet and listen. And please send us cash through the Cash app or the PayPal for equipment. <laughs> okay. Why are you okay. <laughs> 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 
That's what we need, Shadi. I want the folks to know I'm I'm serious about that. We need. I was like, but shout out to the people for real, y'all. We have some loyal listeners. Yeah, we do. Cause somebody sent. Money for the mics, like literally, <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. Shout out to Rachel. <laughs> she said for the mics, and I was like, It's, it's probably because our be mics trash. Because I'm smacking. Look, we need these are like these are like three dollar mics. I don't think y'all know that, right? Because I purchased. I think I purchased the mics. Yeah, these some and cheap the ass mics. Yep, the stands cheap as fuck too. The baby mic. Hey, these stands been getting through though. Look, they they have. They lasted were, almost two years. These stands were like three bucks on Amazon. I was like, oh, this is what we gonna get. See. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, two years later, looking for. So yes, definitely, equipment. please send us the coin because I, I think I'm a I'm I'm gonna purchase it like towards July or the middle of July, so Me we still have time. Lord. Shout out to Rachel and Lanisha for shooting some cash this week. Thank yes. y'all. Thank you. Really appreciate, appreciate it. it. So speaking of cash, yeah, um, future makes a lot of cash. <laughs> Bring it on in. So apparently, Joy Chavis is pregnant for Future's fifth child. Is that correct? Yeah. And that's possible. Bow Wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. They love saying it. Allegedly. That's Bow Wow Baby Mama. And she is super fine. Can we just take a moment for that body? Yes. If y'all haven't seen, if y'all do not know who Joy Chavis is, please. Go look her up on Instagram. The body is amazing. Yeah, it's everything. Um, I'm sure they're 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 probably. I want to give. I want to let. I want to give it to her in terms of like that is her natural body, but I'm sure they are. It's enhanced. Oh yeah, the enhancement is there, but. The, like I was telling you, the base of the body, though. <laughs> right. She started off with something, right? She ain't fully manufactured. Interesting. But yeah, she real That's, fine, and I'm sad. I don't understand why. Okay, here's the one thing. I don't understand why these rappers recycle females. Yeah. Listen, I was just and thinking about that. I don't understand that. why these females get pregnant by so many different. I mean, I guess they do it every day, B. But you know, she probably she they probably conceived around the same weekend where I'm um, good love. Yeah. <laughs> That could have been. That literally could have because been her. She ass. is the re- girl. She is. <laughs> she is the rebound. He probably texts her like, "Man, this whole tripping. What's, What's up? up? What's up?" And she slid on the D. Bomb. Oh my god! And- I've been really wanting to know. Like, this is kind of off topic. Whether they be having good cooch, because I feel like. Just because you real fine does not mean your cooch is everything. Or does it? I don't really think those Negroes care. I think they just be trying to smash. Correct, correct. And every cooch is different. And then not only that, like men loves like a a fantasy too. So if you like a bad chick and you're affiliated with, you know, they just gonna fuck you just like just to say they got you. So, but. Sex and all these folks without protection. Yeah. That's so what that I le- that's, That leads me to the next conversation. Not the next conversation. The next thought that I had. I wonder if there's like some madam <laughs> that has, that's in charge of all of the bad bitches. And making like sure they tested. Just and making sure that they're tested. Me. Making sure that they're tested. Making sure that they're all clear. And Well, there is a madam. You think so? And I don't know if it's like one, 
but there is a madam and there's one in Atlanta for sure because um She was trying was, to recruit you? No. You know what? I was told <laughs> that Bitch, like when, me. <laughs> when football players, basketball players, famous people come into the city of Atlanta, there's someone that can tell the girls what hotels they're staying at. So that the girls go get rooms there or like they're just in the lobby. So there is a madam. There is somebody. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. Do you I think you have to sign I, up? Like, if, listen, if oh, yeah, I was over it, up. if I was over it, you would have <laughs> you to you would have to get testing like once a month in order to like it's like a member. You have to keep up your membership. You have to be physically attractive. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Like it's you, serious. I, I mean, why not? Yeah. No, I mean, there's definitely a business, and there is a market for it. So for illegal, sure. But it's it's prostitution, like <laughs> is it? That's what it is. Is it prostitution? I mean, she didn't tell you to sleep with them, but that's she just let you know where they're gonna be at. Think, and it, especially, okay. So let's say, let's say, I mean, let's say fucking Tiger Woods coming to Dallas, right? And Car is the madam, right? And Car is known for having healthy bad bitches, right? <laughs> healthy. <laughs> healthy, healthy, healthy bad bitches. Is it our healthy bad bitch friends? Is that prostitution? No, yes, it is not. It's because not. one, I'm a madam. It's, it's, That's no, number no. one. I mean, you're not making money off of it. You're, you're. You, How am I making money then? When someone gets pregnant. I need 10% of your um, child support check. Nah, I'm just uh, joking. <laughs> nah, but um, I'm sure. All right, so next, apparently Jim Jones Jim Jones got arrested in Atlanta for uh, having some drugs on him, some Oxycontin, some, oh you know, a bunch of pills. That sounds so like, bro, like you're a rapper. Why wouldn't you have a rent a whole nother vehicle to just carry your drugs? Right. I with, mean, think about it. With the white people in it. Well, but also, why are you like? Why? Why do you need to sell these sorts or have this? Like, right. Why? Just why? Listen, I don't know the details. So I don't know if it was like a lot, but if it is a lot, then he may get that. What What is the charge when it's like distribution or something like that? Oh, with intent to with distribute. intent to distribute whatever all that. <laughs> 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 but I thought it was funny. Two things I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny because we literally conjured him up by his dustiness. We and he sure literally did. he literally looks dusty on his photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, look how dirty he oh looks. Oh my god. And he's Wait, we talked fully, about Jim Jones? Yeah, you remember we were talking about how Jim Jones oh, I said dusty. he looks yeah. dusty, but it's not, you know, like how him. J. Cole J. Cole looks. This tweet, though, the police... Wait, no, I was oh. going to say that. Okay. <laughs> and so the second part... That's so sad. So how I found out about the story, um, shout out to at underscore Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> she retweeted the the news article, and it said, the police cuffed him before Chrissy could. <laughs> Dizam. It's true though, bro. How you propose to somebody y'all still ain't married, and you the woman, bro? And you the woman, First of all, we're your friends because my friends wouldn't let me propose to anybody. So I thought about this. I really think that if it is on some drug shit, maybe he is saving her name. Like, you know, maybe he doesn't want her or if it's on some financial like money laundering type stuff, you know, he don't want her to be involved. I don't know. But that's the only other logical reason 
as to why she would be okay with it. Like, bitch, I got all the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. I but don't she need your last be, name. They would be better if they were married because then she couldn't testify against them in court. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. But privilege. Exactly. Privilege but now she free range. <laughs> Listen, I mean, for you hoes who, <laughs> I'm sorry, for you women who <laughs> just be like on a nigga on for years, please give us an explanation as to why. I and kids are not enough good, a good enough excuse. It correct. And they ain't even have none. I mean, and I want, I be wanting to give it to like Chrissy. I think she's a beautiful woman, she's but it's just like, come on, Her bro. Her hair is so pretty. Well, but maybe, you Her know what? skin though? is flawless. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. I honestly don't think either one of them really want to get married because you don't if think she, they really no do? because I feel like if you really really wanted to marry somebody as a woman and you've been engaged to them for however like honestly over two years and there's no like plan in sight you know he's not gonna marry you so that means that you're okay with not being married like mm-hmm. you don't want to be married for real right. And I just feel like they plan. You just want to be with him. Yeah, you just want to be. And so if that's the case, just be with him. Like, you don't you don't have to propose. He don't have to propose. Y'all just be together. Mm-hmm. And even for me, like, even for me, like, I'm a person who, who feel that, like, marriage isn't the end-all, be-all. So, yeah. But I do feel that, like, damn, if you really, really love someone and y'all are in love and y'all are happy, it only seems like it would be natural for you guys to be like, hey, I want to be committed, openly committed to you. Um, for the rest of my life. I don't see... And, I mean, come on, they... Come on, bro, like... I mean, there's other benefits, like Mish was saying, like, the whole spousal privilege, well, in his defense, yeah. like, <laughs> the spousal privilege. I mean, you have, like, insurance benefits, like, life insurance beneficiary, like, that sort of thing. Like, it's a lot of stuff that being a spouse, like, affords you, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's fine. Like, if you're rich, you really don't need that stuff, but at the same time, in this instance, it would have been beneficial for him because I mean she probably won't testify against him but they could right. they could force her to if they wanted to subpoena yeah I mean yeah they could subpoena it's just ridiculous to me because they're they're also on what's that show called marriage boot camp right. family edition with his mama why is the mama there because <laughs> TV ratings yeah like oh, they right. had issues with her with his mom or whatever, and so because it's the family edition, oh. they brought a family member that has the issue with whatever. Oh, okay. And so she's on there, but it's like, I think it's like you said, y'all don't really want to get married. No. So why are you on marriage boot camp? Right. Because y'all like, never going to get married. Right, like why be on a marriage boot camp showing y'all been engaged for 10 years? Right, to make it seem like you're going to try to yeah. get married. It's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, and I mean... For you niggas who do drugs, leave the drugs at your house. Like, you do not need to be carrying that shit. Right. You already I don't know understand they target that. Us. You already know they target us. Even with the weed. Like, smoke the weed before you get in. Smoke the weed at home. <laughs> and then go about your day. There's no need for you to carry all that. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm done talking about these motherfuckers. No, <laughs> Cardi. We got to okay. talk about Cardi. Oh, yeah. Cardi B is married to... <laughs> Offset. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> she been married since September. <sighs> she she gonna tweet today talking about all y'all niggas think I've been mar- uh, having a baby out of wedlock. I'm in wedlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh, they've been married since September. Yeah. Wow. Okay, now it makes sense. It's almost like, almost right after he proposed. She said basically they knew they wanted to be together and they were going, they didn't want to like lose each other, which Jeez. doesn't really make sense. And then, I mean, hood niggas, they, I mean, what the, at worst, you get a divorce True. and still be popping in. I right. Mean, I'm sure they didn't get a prenup though. I don't I know. Think they I would did. think they did. Y'all think so? Yeah. If not, Cardi is one stupid mother. Really? I yes. agree. I yes. agree. Yes. Well, and, and not just to, I think takeoff would be yeah I think takeoff would be dumb. I feel like takeoff, takeoff has more residual offset. Offset. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they all look alike. Okay, they all <laughs> look alike, and I know that it's terrible when people say all black people look alike, but in this instance, them they fellas do. look alike. They're related, right? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, two of them are brothers and one is the cousin. I don't know who's what, but it's probably anyway. take off. That's why take they been doing off. him like that. <laughs> is he the one that was like, y'all lift me on bed and boozy? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like I was left on bed and boozy. He ain't mama sister son. <laughs> <laughs> That was such an iconic interview oh because there was a lot to let this nigga have it. So. Do I look like I was lit? Okay, so what was you saying? <laughs> he said, said that without opening his mouth. Do you realize his <laughs> mouth? Like, like his mouth <laughs> did not move, bruh. Do look like I was lit? Like he literally. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I would be scared of those niggas. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I wouldn't even fuck with them. These bitches got, I mean, these niggas got no Versace blouses. Can we talk about <laughs> the Versace blouse? And they look blouse? good as fuck. Can we talk I'm about the Versace blouse on. and the fact that... Um, what? Don't talk. Don't speak bad about it because I'm going to have a Versace no, 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 shirt no, 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 on no. for my birthday. No, Shout out to Forksicious. That's what I was about to talk about. The Prevo. She did. T.D. Jakes had on a, a Versace, Versace polo. And, and she tweeted, Forksicious tweeted, which is one of our listeners. Shout out to her. She tweeted... The question was, what would T.D. Jake's name be if he was in Amigos? And she tweeted, Prevo. I can't stand I her. I die. It was so stupid. <laughs> Somebody else said, take a take offering. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a huge fan of Bishop Jake's. So you niggas leave Jake's alone. Bruh, why you on that shirt? Listen, when Somebody I saw said that shirt, I just hurry up and scrolled. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> going to look at this. I am not going to look at this. People are like getting onto him on Twitter, like you using the offering money to buy these Versace no, shirts. Listen, Jake's been having his congregation, and not only that, he sells books, y'all. His, no, I know. All of his books are bestsellers. So. Ben told me that he doesn't even like take his salary from the church. Apparently, he just like puts it back into the church or something. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like. Well, I don't know for sure, but that's what he. I don't know. I don't know how he knows that, but anyway, that's. Yeah, that's funny. Pre- and he has movies funny. too. Like, is y'all don't come for Jake's like that. But it is funny. It though. is funny. <laughs> Prevo, Prevo. It is that's really hilarious. funny. Baby, I was laughing. Do you hear me? But okay. shout out to, oh, yeah, to Cardi, Cardi B. B. Congratulations, Boo Boo. For making I'm one good decision. But yeah, oh, that, that's what I was about to say. Takeoff, I think, has more residual income right now For than sure. Cardi Hell does. Yes. That's what I'm all them darn songs. Migos is like a, a fucking rap rock They group. are a they rap. Are they are. They are. And although Cardi does have like a huge success around this album and, and the song Bodak Yellow, before that, she really... Exactly. She was on Love and Hip Hop or whatever the show was. Yeah. And she needed to save her coin. Because right. he, he can... Like, he can be so lawyered, lawyered up to the point where... She ain't gonna get right, you know, 
They're not so, stupid. I would hope oof. that they did. I would hope that they did. I just feel up. like you moving that fast, though. Like, did they really sit down and take the time to do that? Because they got engaged after they had been together for like four months. Then you was went, it that fast? Yeah, like it was really, really quick. And then she got pregnant. Then you got married. Like their their life is moving really, really fast. So listen, I had a friend who did that exact same thing. Move fast like still that. Together? I mean, met in August, got married in December, January, <gasps> got pregnant in March. <gasps> yeah, all within one fucking year. Wait a minute, are they still together? No. Oh, okay. they're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I'm not sorry. Like you knew what the fuck you was doing. <laughs> like you obviously had to know what the fuck you were doing. That's what I'm saying about them. Like hopefully they had people around them to be like, "Hey, before you at least go to the courthouse, at least, you know, sign these little sign papers." Something. And but I'll say this much. Part of me is a little like cuz they're I don't I think they're going through the divorce and I'm hurry up and wrap it up, but part of me is like a like I don't necessarily feel that bad yeah, for them, you yeah. know, because it's like bad to say, but I, I know, understand. but it's just yeah. like, bitch, like, what the <laughs> fuck you thought? A like, year? Did you really think this is gonna work? Conceived the child, the baby was born, like literally, boom, 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 boom. Wow. Are I kind of like, li- I kind of like like that because it lets me know that you know, it's just not like all about the hype. It's more so, more so of how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people get married, like want to get married because of like the hype of what marriage Being is. Married. I think yeah. these people are just doing it because like, wow, I feel like I, w- I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Of course, it's going to be a hard ass crash, but it'll be a faster crash than you just like, Agreed. you know, it's like, oh, let me Agreed. just stay down for like Chrissy. 20 years, they get married year one, then they're divorced. It's like, bitch, you wasted all this time. All this life. Well, speaking of time. Okay. It is now the middle of the year. It is. And I would like our listeners and the three of us to take time this week and reflect on the last six months of the year. Um, Go ahead and celebrate the large things that you accomplished. Celebrate the small things that you accomplished. Look at those things that you felt like you should have done and make a plan so that you continue to strive throughout the rest of the year. Um, taking out time to reflect makes you um, focus on the things that you want and secure the bag for the end of the year. Mm. Okay? I like that. Yeah. Uh, protect your energy and your space. Your mental health matters. matters. So how do y'all feel about your FabFitFun box? Listen, I took a look at that box, which I gave my box to my sister, and she absolutely loves it. My sister is a young, vibrant, young millennial. She's, what, 24 years old, and she fully loved it. I mean, she loved everything from the little spa mask um, to the bath bombs. Um, She liked the clutch, the same clutch that you liked, um, and she's really looking forward to getting more boxes. Cause Listen. it comes with so much. Yeah. Listen, them bath bombs though. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I just took a bath <laughs> this weekend with them bath bombs, and it was everything. Yeah. But also the makeup palette is bomb. Like I be using the little highlighter kit. It's actually literally the Fat Foot Fun box 
is the bomb. It is absolutely the bomb. And everything that we got in our box was like full size product. Mm-hmm. For sure. So nothing that we got was like a sample. Everything was like full. And I love the mug. I've been using the mug too. Oh yeah, the mug was pretty dope. I forgot about that. And another thing I like, I like that is very is quality products. It's products that are valued at. Yeah. So like, no, totally. The box has a total value of like three hundred to almost four hundred dollars with all of the products that are in there. So it's perfect. So do the customer pay three fifty? No, absolutely not. Um, The first box is going to be. $39.99 $39.99 with the promo code LOV3. And every box after that is $49.99. So because they're gonna use our code, they get the first box with $10 off. And then for the rest of the year, it's $49.99, which they, is amazing. And they get it every season, right? Every season. So That's right dope. now we're in the summer. The summer box is here. Um, it's a seasonal subscription box for women to discover new products for a life will live. And if you sign up for Fat Fit Fun today, you get to get your summer box started and it is in limited supply. These boxes always sell out. Use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. Go to FatFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for your $39.99 only. Go to FabFitFun.com and use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. All right, y'all, go get your box. You'll love it. Who said secure the bag first? Um, Because that is, honestly, it needs to, we should create a Bible of sorts (laughs) for all of the ratchet colloquialisms. Mm. And secure the bag. It's so necessary. Should be on the first page. It's necessary. It's timeless. Oh, it's secure. And it's timely as well. I like that. With the verses. What does secure the bag mean? How do you secure secure the the bag? bag. Yeah. Securing the the bag. bag. Yeah. Hmm. The How bag do you, has been secured. How, <laughs> Correct. The, the bag, bag is, is secure. It's a continuous thing. It's non. It's, it's forever giving. If you secure the bag, Bruh, you can't secure the bag, bag and stop. No, the bag is constantly and it's infinite. Infinitely. Come on, it's infinite. Listen, we we're deep. <laughs> For real though, who came up with secure the bag? I don't know. It's so fucking necessary. I feel like it was Drake. I just feel like. No, I don't think it was Drake. It was somebody <laughs> off of. I think that I would agree. If no. I was Drake. It was I some, would Google it. It was somebody <laughs> off of Love and Hip Hop. One boutique, you like showing think? a boutique or something. Yeah. Someone. I'm trying to secure the, the bag. bag right? Or a stripper. Like, oh. Yeah, it came from them. Oh, I could see strippers too. Secure bitch, the bag. Secure bag, bitch. Because it's legitimately a bag that is or up dollar bills. Drug dealers. I think secure I know bag, who bro. said. I think I, I know who it is. I just can't think of it. Because like secure <laughs> the Google? bag is like who is is like what past, present, and future. Like you are collecting a bag now, but you still need to be securing your future bag. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really, really. It's 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 timeless and timely. That it, is exactly. the exact. That's. I love it. That's the exact. <laughs> 
We're never going to figure out who We're never. I'm was actually thinking. sitting here Googling. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got us all off track. All right. Who's going to break the My ice? Be. <laughs> <laughs> Justin looked at me so fast. I just knew. You were secure. The fact that it was your I turn. I just knew that it was her turn. But... <laughs> Luckily, I'm quick on my feet. Uh-huh. Um, so have y'all ever had a shared bank account, a shared bank account with your significant other that you have been in a relationship with, dating? And yeah, have you ever had a shared account with them? Nah. None? Nah, I don't really think I believe in shared accounts. Even in marriage? Uh, we can have. A savings account. That's a shared account. It's shared, but yeah. I, I'm still not 100% sold on that. Okay. Um, have have has it ever come up in your dating relationships? Like, should, hey, should we do this? Mm, sort of. Okay. Like, why don't we start saving together? Okay. Okay. So this is how we're gonna do it. I'm going to save how much I'm going to save, and I'm going to show you that it's in there, and you're going to save how much you're going to save, and you're going to show me that it's in there. But I'm not putting my name on no account with you. <laughs> I used to work at the bank, so I'm very like meticulous when it comes to bank For accounts. For sure. like Whenever you go open up an account, and your name is attached to someone else's name, and they have a negative um, bank account opening, whatever history, that may affect you. Correct. Mm. Um, what about you, Car? I just feel I just know you had several accounts. Yeah. With all the <laughs> niggas and I just went. <laughs> Actually, I did not have an account with anybody until then. Until we and until we got engaged. Well, yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, Well, I don't like his I name know. was not on an account until we got engaged. Nice. Yeah. But um, then now it's like we have fully integrated. Really? Yeah. So you have one so account. Oh, that's no, no, beautiful. No, 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 no. I was about to say that's we that have account a fat. Joint we have a joint account for all bills and all expenses and a joint savings. And then we have separate checking. Personal So whenever checking, y'all get married, personal. y'all going to condense it down to one. We don't know yet. I think because, y'all should. Let me tell you why we may not. Because there are little things that I may want to get that I don't necessarily think we would have. We should have to pay for out of our whole pot. Like, I don't know. Like, if I want to buy a snack, for instance, that don't need to come out of our grocery account. Or your nails done. Or my nails done. Yeah. Or like that's so my gas, my nails, my hair, my grooming stuff. If I want to go to happy hour with my girls, like we don't have to pay for that. So that's why I feel like I'm okay with having. But I do know people that have one account. Jeez. It's just see, a lot. I think I only, But then also like. I just want I my account to be fat. I think you should have one account. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just want my but account to be fat. it's still the same. It's no. just different. And I'm, not, I'm listening to me, sorry. No, I just don't think all your money should be in one institution. But, like, you See, know, as I I'm getting have... older, though, I'm like, I can't be played. You understand what I'm saying? So I need to know oh. everything. I would much rather oh, know. Oh, I see what you're saying. I would much rather know everything that's coming in than to like be thinking, like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm in. Because you know, it's never going to be 50 50. Mm-hmm. Like, just within relationships, period. Tangible things emotionally is just never going to be 50-50, at least from my fucking experience. <laughs> so I just feel like, you know, you may be 50, 100 Gs. You may be making 50, 50 Gs more than me. We both saying 20%. Your 20% on my 20% is two totally different 20%. Mm-hmm. 
So somebody's going to be winning. You feel me? So I want everything. <laughs> and I'm saying this now because clearly I'm not about to get married or anything like that. <laughs> but I want everything to come in so I can see all those commas. Um, it, I would like theory, to see all the commas too. No lie. Theory, like, you know what I'm saying? It sounds great. <laughs> Look, we got enough. The bag technically, is I have secured. enough. <laughs> Look, technically, I have enough. You only have some. <laughs> no, this one. No, it sounds good in theory. I just don't necessarily. I see what you're saying, but like the only way that would not work is if for us is if he or if I didn't have access to his and he didn't have access to mine. So like the like you have access as, to his. Yeah, okay. like we both have passwords and all of that, so it's fine. And yeah. I'll probably end up adding him to all of my accounts at some point. And you should be added to all of his accounts if right. you do that. Right. Okay. Um, so to answer my own question, <laughs> and you should be listen. I'm just looking clear. out for my friend. My friend needs her money now. <laughs> ben, no, just <laughs> the fuck with this nigga got to do. No, just that. No, but to answer my own question, I you know I've been in a long distance relationship, and uh, we did have a account, an account for our spending whenever we link up together. So that account, if we if it had anything to do with travel, food, um, all that good stuff, we just used the account. Um, which it was a little, I don't want to say it was bad. It was, it was good because we just utilized that money that we contributed to that account to like whatever. If we didn't have it, and then we ain't doing shit. We just chilling in the house. Yeah. But if we had it, then we were able to go to the movies, do all that extra stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think the, I guess the thing that was probably uh, a little whatever for me is that like, I love, I like, I really, I think I just spent a lot of money, period. Mm -hmm. um, so there were times in the past where, like, I was just, like, my own personal account was low. <laughs> and, you know, y'all niggas invited me to brunch, and I was <laughs> not going to not go to brunch. So I would use that card, uh, and it was a situation. Mm. But I'm like, man, you know my money good. It's going to be back, like, in two days <laughs> yeah. with a little interest. So that was the only like downside to that. Um, but it worked out because, you know, especially if if both parties are on a budget, you know, whatever you contribute, whatever that is, it's cool. It wasn't like, oh, I put five hundred dollars this time. You put three hundred dollars. No, we put what we can put. And then obviously you'll see the you'll you'll see the routine and you'll be able to know, OK, well, look, I've been putting too much money. So let me like take a hundred dollars right. off, you know. So it kind of worked in the in the um, in the end, um, but I thought it was cool. I highly wouldn't recommend that. I would not recommend that. Um, however, it worked for me. You would not recommend it because you are married. Yeah, because we were we were not married, um, and it's just too much of a liability, um, especially if you're dating. Like I don't. I, now I look at dating as, or even being in a committed relationship, like. I don't want to know your financial struggles. Uh, well, I take that back. I don't want to be involved in your financial struggles. I may want to know about them, but I don't want to be involved in that. So, you know, for, um, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of weird. It's, it's very tricky. Like I said, it worked for me. I think that was probably that one time out of 20 bad situations. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it, but hell, if... I think being... In a dating relationship, 
it's like I don't need nobody questioning me about the way I spend my money because I spend money, okay? However. And so if I spend $200, I don't need nobody that's my boyfriend asking me why I spent $200. But here's the thing, though. So it kind of helped me a little because, like, even though like questions was were being asked, um, it kind of made me like check myself internally. Like, hey, did you really need to buy a bottle at brunch? Like, was that (laughs) was that even fucking necessary? You know, because I don't like waiting on people. Like, just bring the whole bottle. (laughs) I'm gonna fix my own fucking drinks and we good. So, like, I mean, if it's if it's healthy communication, it's not it's not bad. Um, I can say this much, but that because it was successful, I think it really confirms our relationship on a different level. Like, hey, these are two responsible adults. Um, and it's like, okay, I like the fact that you manage money. That's that's real, that's real hot. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it works for me. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it, but hell, I mean, if you want to try it, because you come on, like, you know, these these people in these relationships be is be on some other shit. Oh, yes. So that was yeah, I think that was my reasoning, like Misha's reason, like, I don't need you trying to check me. Like, if I want to spend six hundred dollars on swimsuits. That's my business. If I want to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the, you know, till I get paid again, that's, that's my, my business. business. What I have realized though is once you get into like an engagement sort of situation, like you just can't do that no more. Exactly. And it oh, sucks. I hate it. I know it sucks. It sucks because I like to spend. Like actually, right before we went to Cuba, I spent almost seven hundred dollars on swimsuits. This is before we had a joint God account. Damn. Like, I had bought, like, a whole bunch of stuff, and then I felt really bad afterward because I'm like, I could really have used that $700 right for other stuff. So, and... Yeah, so anyway, I um, I feel bad now. I mean, now he knows. Okay, Ben, I spent seven hundred dollars on clothes. Right, but it was out of my personal account. However, it's some it's money I could have used to like get furniture or just do something for us as a collective. Has so, he? Yeah. Have y'all had the conversation where he's like, like, like your money is no longer your money; it's our money. Yeah, we had that conversation in premarital. Hmm. I mean, I kind of like. Once we got engaged, I was the person that was like, okay, let's start saving together for the wedding. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of already put it in my mind. He didn't really have to. But my spending hasn't really been an issue here lately. Like, I've actually been super transparent and just only spending on, like, what the bills are. And, you know, once my money is gone, my money is gone. So let's get into the meat of the combo. If y'all didn't know, we are talking about finances and relationships tonight, <laughs> today, this afternoon, <laughs> this morning. Tonight. <laughs> the first question is, at what stage do you discuss finances in a relationship? And the initial discussion. Preliminary discussion, I think, because I think there are levels to the financial discussion. Like, the first level is, like, how we splitting up these dates kind of conversation to me. Mm. Like, when you, let's say, like, just boyfriend, girlfriend, not even, like, just dating. Because I don't think you need to be talking about no, no money Correct. stuff I when agree. y'all are just dating. Correct. 
Like on some like, hey, let's just, like you're just casually dating. No, you don't need to know what I got going. But also, right. don't want you to like ask me for anything while we're dating. Right. You know. But like when I was casually dating, I was real broke, which is why I was going on like dates for every meal. But people don't <laughs> need to know that. Anyway, <laughs> correct. Um. So casually dating, no conversation. When you first start dating, I think there should be like a preliminary discussion. Like, hey, let's split this up. Or if the guy says. I want to pay for all the dates or whatever. Just having that sort of preliminary conversation. But I don't think you need to start having like in-depth, this is my credit score, this is how much money I got saved until y'all are in a relationship long enough where you are heading toward hmm. Something else. Ooh, okay. Um, mine is yeah. kind of sort of like yours. Um, pre- preliminary dating, I'm probably not going to like verbally talk to you about this stuff, but I'm going to be like, I'm going to be really observant in terms of, like, what you wear, mm-hmm. what you drive, do you go to work, mm-hmm. do you have a lot of off time, um, do you actually say, no, I got the bill. I'm looking at your, I, I want it to be a little bit effortlessly. Like, you want, I look at it as a investing in a little bit, like you're investing in your time with me. Um, so I'm not, I'm probably not going to talk about it, but I'm going to be just really observing like, Hey, you know, I just want to see what this, this person may be about, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like getting in a, um, like committed relationship, I think that needs to be like one of the key discussions, like just talking about not so much of how much you make, but probably more so where you are financially. Um, like, do you have a savings account? Are you contributing to your 401k? Um, do you have a spending account? Uh, like what's your credit score like? Like, and I think because I am knowledgeable on those things, like I would like to ask that not to decide if I want to be with you or not, but more so like, Hey, if we're dating, if we're in a committed relationship, then by the time marriage even come up, I think I want us to both be sitting on 750 and above on credit score. You understand what I'm saying? Because we can talk about that. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. In fact, most black people have horrible credit. It just is what it is. So um, I would like to have that conversation early in the dating, not dating, but like being in a committed relationship. Yeah. Early like. Like early as in I want to be committed. That next day, let's talk about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Pull it up on credit card. Yeah, because it's just like, I mean, you know, those things really, det- it, it speaks volume. You know, I think I think bad spending habits can change, but I can't wait until we damn near about to walk down the aisle that I'm realizing that you're spending $700 on swimsuits and you're broke. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. So I think I am a hybrid. I'm going to use one of Cardi's words. <laughs> a hybrid between the two of you. Like, I don't want to have the conversation very early in the relationship, but also not where we're at the point of engagement or marriage. Mm-hmm. I think at the point where we decide we want to take our relationship to the next level. So, like, introducing you to my family, my mm-hmm. friends, um, really being involved in my life. So if I'm having any having events, like you're there, like when you're that um, at that level, yeah, mm-hmm. involved in my life. I think then we can start having that question, the, those conversations, because I'm already know some of the things off top, like right. what you do 
if I don't know that field, I'm going to Google it and find out what the <laughs> average is in the city of Dallas anyways mm. that they're making. And I'm going to either give you 10K less or 10K more than that. <laughs> like, you know. Um, also, if you went to college, I probably have already asked you, do you have to pay back Navian and Sally Mae? Oh, you know? Um, so now I'm already determining what your debt to income ratio is on my own. Uh, as far as how many credit cards you have, I think that's a question to ask as well early. like. But then actually sitting down and having the conversation like, how much do you make? How many bills do you have? How much debt do you have? What is your credit score? I think towards mid relationship or how do you know what the mid of the relationship is but. i think the mid of the relationship is when you are what you just mentioned like uh introducing them to your family right because they would probably have already met your friends by then yeah. or maybe you know i would i ain't doing that no more you ain't doing that no more <laughs> no introducing them to your friends i don't think i would i don't think i ain't doing that either like if i ever you know you know walking that single <laughs> life again uh, i ain't doing that no more either yeah i i listen we can. That's a whole nother. Yeah. It's a whole nother uh, topic. But okay, so that's midpoint then. Um, what would be the outcome though if you find out that that person has a negative financial history or bad spending habits, like saving and spending ratio? Um. So I'm very like when it comes to finances, um, because it means a lot to me because I once lived a life where like I didn't have money. Um, and I don't feel like I make a lot of money now. So there is a certain level of value that's on there. So I'm very open in that in that regard where I don't need to know the specifics, but I need to know what your situation is. So if you have a negative credit history, then it's like, okay, let's pull out Excel. Let's pull up Excel and let's create a chart or let's see if we can do that. Um, I would... I would like to be proactive in a sense of like just helping them out. But of course, you know, when you're on the, I would say the quote unquote bad end of that um, relationship, it's kind of hard for people to feel confident and open enough. So I would really focus on making them comfortable. Like, Hey, I've been in your situation. Like this is nothing major. There's no need for you to buy a car and the interest rate is above 6%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let's get to you. Let's get you to a place where you can make decisions and you not have to pay stupid dumb money for it. So I would really like to get them more knowledgeable on it um, and help them to feel comfortable with me, you know, knowing some of their business but it's not for me to judge them it's more so for me to like help you out because if i'm in a relationship with you then i need you to be available at all times and i need you to have that access at (laughs) all times right right um so i mean it's just like it's almost just like the sex conversation it is just that i mean that's something that has to happen like there's no way possible for me to move forward without me like digging deep into that now granted it won't be just one conversation is the importance i'm sorry this is like a mm-hmm. a question that follows up is mm-hmm. the importance of that because you want them to be secure or is it because you want y'all to be secure and you not ever have to like rescue them um, I think it's a little bit of both. Ultimately, if I'm with you, I there are strong feelings and I care about your well-being, period. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 
before the pettiness. Like, I really care about you. And I think that when a person is secured in their finances, they walk differently. Like, you know, it's just a different walk. So um, I think getting them to that next level, if that is the case, listen, I want you to be straight because I'm going to be fine. And this relationship won't work if you can't get that right, you know? And that's just, it is what it is and that, from that standpoint. But initially, it would be to help them out. And if you can't if you can't get that, then you can't handle me. There's no way you can handle me if you can't fucking handle your finances, which is the main thing that you survive on this earth to do. There's no way you can be with me, so. Okay. I mean, it's just, I'm just <laughs> putting it out there. Me and could not date. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. no. we all have responsibility. Like, we yeah. all have responsibility. Like, if we're friends and if I cannot call you, I'm sorry, if we're in a relationship and if I cannot, if, if I need bail money, and you can't help me out, you need to go in my account, which you don't have access to, to get my money. Like, I, I'm, I'm just looking at worst fucking case scenario. Like, yeah. it's not fair yeah. if I'm the person that's bailing us out all the time. We need to be able to yeah. bail each other out. Yeah. And who knows? You may not have the income, but you may have the fucking credit. You may have an Amex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, who yeah. knows? Like, my credit may not be all that great, but I have the income. But, like, let's just try to level the playing fields so I can feel secure from that angle because I got you. Okay. Yeah. You need to have me. Fuck. I'm <laughs> yeah. Getting, I'm getting upset. Fuck you mean. Oh, Fuck you right. mean. Sorry. Um, no, you okay? I'm good. You okay? I'm always um, good. In that aspect. No. I, you know, because I'm not uh, very good with money, and I, I try to not put that into the universe because I am actively working on it. Um, I've just never been a saver because I never had money. So I'm the opposite of you. I never had money. And so therefore, once I got money, it was like water because I was like, oh, I, I never money. had money either. No, no. I know I said I'm like oh, you like okay. that because I, I didn't have money, but okay. I'm the opposite in that oh, okay. I wasn't hoarding it. I was spending it because I'm like, that's what money's for. Um, so it was always super important to me to be with somebody who had really good credit, really good spending habits, really good saving habits, because I knew I didn't. And I knew that if I was with somebody and they were able to do that, then we would be okay. Mm. Um, there is, I think, a level of security when you yourself can save your own money and feel good about it. So that is something that I'm working on. That is actually beneficial to like just your mental health to know like... If my car breaks down tomorrow, like, I have it. I have, even if I don't have the actual money, I have a credit card that I can put it on mm. and pay off. Like, so that is something that I think is super important. But I never actually really cared until I was about to get married. Mm. Because for me, I'm like, that, in the dating sense, it didn't matter as much. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be with you forever. I don't have to raise kids and, like, clothe and feed them with you. So... Whether you are good with saving money doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. My hood, it, my husband needs to be good at it, but mm. I don't really care about nobody else. Well, I'll say this much: from the outside looking in, I don't see that you are just careless with your money yeah. at all. As a friend, I don't see really? that. No, not at all. I think I think we all go through this stage, especially for people who don't necessarily come from money. Um, you go through a period where you know what I want to spend my money. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think. At some point, you have to be like, okay, I've had fun with spending. Now it's time to do X, Y, Z. And a lot of that has to do with being knowledge, like just understanding what to do. Because I'll tell you this much, like I'm not going to act like I'm a big saver. Like I drop money on 
shit that people will be like, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, you have to know where your money is going. I'll say this much. Like, you need to, you need, each penny needs to be going towards something. And if you don't know what that something is, trust me, the bars will get all of your money because you don't know what, <laughs> yeah, you know, it it's like unlimited. You know, you don't know where your money is going. But as a friend, I don't see you like just, I probably spend way more money than you. I'm probably more careless with my money than you are. So, I mean, from what I see, you know. Yeah, no, I've gotten better. I can say, I mean, not to keep bringing up Ben, but him being here has really helped. That's good. I have Mm -hmm. saved so much more money. Well, and that's what, like, your spouse is supposed to be. They're supposed to be a helpmate, right? Mm -hmm. And so if I ran into somebody that I'm seriously dating and found out that they had, like, horrible dating habits, that would make me like weary of any further steps yeah because one it's kind of like you said justin like okay so if something happened to me you mean i still gotta call my daddy yeah (laughs) and you supposed to be my man that doesn't make sense yeah um and then the other thing about it is like i think i would have the conversation Asking, okay, well, what are you doing about this? Yeah. Because as a man, I feel like you should be secure. I need to have better habits, too. Like, I'm not, you know, just out the clear. But I feel like as a man, you should be secure. So if you're not, what are you doing to make sure that you do secure the bag? So So if we're talking about next steps, Mm -hmm. I know that you got the family. Like, I'm not questioning whether or not... I got to come up with the money. Can we talk about that, though? I, like, I want, I would like for women to not look at the guy to come be the savior. Because, and I'll say this much, not saying that it's impossible or it, it should not be that way. But I think I've seen from my experience with marriage and, like, you know, people that have been in the relationship, like the women are for some odd reason, like they just take on that responsibility. Like But the I man, don't want that. My well, I wasn't take on what like responsibility that. though. Like not in terms of like you like not necessarily just taking on the responsibility of in terms of where the money goes. Like, oh being like the budget handler? Correct. Like, you know, his oh. check comes to you, like you distribute everything where oh. everything goes. Not but necessarily you making the money and your money is going to X, Y, Z. But that's totally different than having a conversation with somebody and finding out that they are a horrible, like, saver or spender. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, I cannot be in a relationship with somebody or take next steps in a relationship with somebody that can't handle money on their own. Yeah, definitely. Because once you get married, like we were just saying, like you have to talk to people about that. So yeah, yeah, if your check is actually going to come in, I can distribute the money. But if it doesn't even come in because you got all this stuff that you got to pay off, like it's coming out of your check immediately, how are we going to survive? Yeah. You know, like how are we going to really... Make it, and then you know you add kids into the factor in the equation, all of that. That's a lot. Yeah. But um, so I think it would just be to sit down and have a conversation and ask them, all right, so how are you gonna fix things? You know, because mm. I think everybody, I think we all go through financial things where we have to take a step back and say, all right, I gotta 
do this to get to this place. Yeah. But if the person is completely oblivious to that they even need to do anything, right. that's scary. Like, right. Let me let me add something also. Like, I feel okay, so this is how I feel, right? I kind of feel like don't okay, so if I've done what I need to do for the relationship, don't expect me to spend like you spend with my own money. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like what do you mean? Okay, so like let's say, you know, we have savings account, we have savings account one, two, and three. We have family 401k, we have family groceries, family bills, XYZ, and I'm left with an extra five thousand dollars, right? Just because you don't spend your shit. Oh, don't be mad at me. Don't, don't get mad, mad at me if I'm buying things for me. Like if I wanna, if I got five thousand left, and I done put all the money in the other places I was supposed see, to, yeah. and if I wanna spend four thousand twenty dollars, and all I got left is nine hundred eighty, don't say nothing to me about my funds because yeah. the money is where it's supposed to go, and everything exactly. all the bills are paid. That's Correct. my yeah. Okay, I feel you on that. And um, I feel you on that. because I've 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 been placed with that situation. I've been in that situation where like the expectation was for me to like calm down what I'm doing, and I'm like I've. I've taken care of everything that I needed to take care of plus more. Um, let me let me deal with my own spending habits. At this point, you're not being affected by it. You know, I'm gonna deal with it. You know, at some point, labels won't mean anything to me, you know. So this is a random question. It's not even That's on the outline. Uh-huh. How do y'all feel about family members and like being with somebody that has to give money to family members? So after I saw, you know, that significant other being abused by family members, that's when I was like, um, that's when I became like territorial, like not in a sense of like, don't do this. If you do this, I will do X, Y, Z. I'm like, nah, I, I was I was full blown in the mode of like needing to expose this behavior. Like you are only operating in this way because this person has hold a very sensitive place in your heart but this is what they're doing to you Mm. um and it's foolish but if you want to do that that's on you and i would leave it at that which was probably a little threatening but it's just like i can't allow you know the person that i care for the person that i love to you know be under the influence of like giving all of their fucking money um so it's it's almost like okay, you giving that out. I don't ever want to hear you say you ain't got shit when it when it comes down for me asking you for money. Mm, you understand okay. what I'm saying? Right. Because you're supposed to be good, but you're just throwing all this money over here. So whenever I ask or whenever it's time to pay for something, I need that card to come through like that. So I mean, it was just straight exposing this person, and I didn't care because it was, I knew that they were abusing that significant other. Okay. So. I've never had that situation, like uh, like to the point where it was like, I can't do something for you because I have to give to my family. Um, I was in a situation where one of my significant other's siblings was just out there, and so money was like kept in an account for the sibling mm-hmm. to just oh, withdraw wow. from and put back and withdraw from because it was a problem. But it wasn't... The amount was small enough such that it didn't affect, like, the bottom line of what we had going on. So, I've just never been in that situation. But I think, I think, unless their significant, or excuse me, unless their family member is, like, sick 
or something like that where they had to. If it's just a you've been giving me money all this time and now you you know you even though you're about to get married or you're in a relationship, you still need to be giving me money. I think I would probably have a problem with that. If it was like um, making a difference upon like things that we could do or money you could spend on me or something like that, but I don't necessarily know. I've never been in that situation, so I can't. I don't. I can't say. Now, <laughs> yeah, like if 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 somebody's parents were sick or something and they had to like pay for hospice or something, sure. Right. But if it was just off the strength of like my mama need you know a hundred five hundred dollars to go shopping, I might be like so. Nah. And I have to give her $500 and we can't do X, Y, Z because of that. Then I might be like, now you tripping. Now you need to choose. Mm. But I don't know. I've never. Have you been in that situation? So I was the person that was giving like, money giving to the, the parents. Well, not to my parents. It was oh, someone oh, in my oh, family. Oh. I was like, yeah. So, you know, they needed it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give it. And what I did was at the time. My boyfriend was living like two hours away from me. Okay. And I was supposed to go see him that day. But because I gave that money to my family, I was like, yeah, no I, well, I, well, I had it, but I just felt like this was the money that yeah. I was going to spend on that. So I'm not going to come. And he was livid. Yeah, I would have been mad like, too. Like, oh, yeah. you decided to give them this money and you knew you were supposed to be coming out here and now you telling me that you got it but you know you're still not going to come? And I was like, yeah. And I'm really not coming now because you're yelling at me. <laughs> but I just didn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. Initially. Oh, but now okay. that I think back, I'm like, dang, that was kind of messed up. Because I mean, you still could have went. Yeah. But she was like, I'm not going. Yeah. And so, yeah. I just you, wanted to know how y'all felt about that. You definitely have to tread lightly. And there are certain special yeah. situations. Like, I would never touch parents. Like, oh, you yeah. do for I mean, your parents because whatever. But if it's like a sister... And brother, our brother, who Look is cause. fully physically capable of working overnight at Look the drive-through, <laughs> like it's working at the drive-through, nigga. <laughs> hey, they be making. Let me tell you, I'm 33 years King. old, and if I ever was in a financial situation, oh, I'm bitch, going you to better believe I'm going. Target owe me all types. Of I'll money. be at Walmart. Give me a blue vest. I work. I'll be working in stock. Yeah. Hell yeah! Like, well, you I disagree hustle, with man. the parent thing. Only because I feel like parent, I won't touch parents in certain situations. But like, if you literally are giving your mama a thousand dollars a month, and you telling me that we can't go on a date because you just gave your mama a thousand dollars a month, and she ain't sick and like on her lap, like come on, bro, I'm a, I'm gonna reevaluate whether or not I want to be with you. Well, don't play with my mom. I'm gonna just say that much. Just are you I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna try my best to make sure I will always have for you, but not my mama. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I mean, I would rather honestly, go my mama can move in this out. house where we live. No, if that's me. Be that's for sure. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. That's you a see? prerequisite. But. Like, mama can't come stay. I'm a, let me let me take care of mama so mama can be good. Be where, where she, she at. at because if she don't, yeah. she coming over here, and that's not what everybody wants. So, I disagree. <laughs> my mama got a whole husband. She gonna be all right. <laughs> I will. She's gonna be all right. I think it's I think it's it can be excessive, mm -hmm. but 
Don't talk. Don't tell me what to do with my yeah, mama. Yeah, don't tell me what to do with my mama. <laughs> Both of y'all. Okay, so why is it important to have these conversations with people that you're getting in a relationship with? Because I will say, divorce is like one of the number one factor. I mean, divorce. Finances are finances is one of the number one factors of divorce. So why do y'all feel like it's important to really have these serious conversations before making those steps? I think overall it's important because you need to know who you're dealing with. But I think even before that, um, I feel like it helps you identify with the things that you value. A lot of people don't value money. And because they don't value money, they don't understand... Like, what is a dollar in America? You know, you may not know what you're what you're getting yourself into. Um, I've had best friends who were married and their wives just really just does whatever they want with their money. Um, and it's because of that whole idea of the man is the provider, the woman mm-hmm. is supposed to be the nurturer and X, Y, Z. But, like, the nurturer is the one who is getting the family in debt. That's what which is part of the reason why I was going early I just can fully like I feel like you need to hold your you need to be a you need to hold yourself accountable within the relationship mm-hmm. um but I think overall like I said it helps you to identify what you value and what you need to value um and finances are important um within a relationship um I think it's important because that other person needs to know what your expectations are mm-hmm. Um, I think I've said this before. A lot of people get in relationships and like they set expectations in their head and they don't really tell the person that they're in a relationship with what their expectations are. Mm-hmm. So then when that person doesn't meet your expectations, you're mad, your feelings are hurt, you're, you know, upset. But that person never knew that you had, you know, this past experience of losing money when you were a kid and that this is really something that's super important for you. So yeah. I think it's it's a good conversation to have so that that person knows where you stand. Yeah. So when you get into situations, it's like, okay, but you already knew how I felt about this. Right. So this is where we're at. How are we going to get out of it? And not only that, like, even if, like, the love is real, the sexual chemistry is there, like, is a strong, true relationship – understanding your finances will literally give you, it will paint a picture of what that next five years will look like. And that next 10 years will look like if your if your spouse or your significant other has over a hundred and something thousand dollars in debt with student loans, there's no need for you to go buy a half a million dollar house or even a $300,000 house at, at that. Because what's going to happen is you're creating a, you're creating a whole nother bill on top of debt mm-hmm. and from what you may envision in your mind of what marriage looks like five years, 10 years or now with you, with kids may be totally different from what that, what those finances say. So this will right. give you a clear indication of what your next five to 10 years will look like if you share that stuff. Um, For sure. live, listen, living paycheck to paycheck is stressful. Like mm-hmm. literally you, stressful. And, and if you don't like, why add on top of the stress of just getting to know somebody on a like deep personal level because that already comes with its own trying to learn each other and trying to figure out like love languages and and then you add on top of that that y'all ain't got nothing but peanut butter and jelly in the house like it just 
you know what I'm saying? It just adds this. So, so it's important because literally it just, it, it creates unnecessary stress. Mm-hmm. And it may even like just put the progress of the relationship on hold until we can get to a place because there's nothing like being in love and you're, you financially can't do it. Yeah. And like there's, you, yeah. Every, I mean, it's so beautiful whenever you are in love with someone and finances isn't a problem. It's not an issue. It's like yeah. you can you can experience this person on a whole like greater scale or more you can just experience them differently than what you would if the finance finances were not an issue. And it's not necessarily about buying gifts or even it's just no, the yeah. stuff you have access to. And not only that, it's just experiences. Experiences and like you just ain't got that stress. Like I just know when I be real broke. I don't want to go nowhere. Your attitude is different. Yeah, you yeah. be feeling like I just even if I can afford this, I don't want to do it because That's I also sad. don't want next week to be eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Like, <laughs> and then on top of that, like one of my biggest things is just building together. Like, how are you going to eventually buy a house? Mm-hmm. Or what if my car breaks down? Like, how are you going to us buy a car together? Like, it's just so important from. It just is, to me, one of the foundational issues that you got to get right first. Mm-hmm. I also want to add, like, stop thinking that you cannot pay Sally Mae off. Honestly, stop thinking that because you can pay her off. Like, you are Navient now. Yeah. Navient. Um, and I say this because, you know, even with a three- to four-year plan with a combined income before you get married or, you know, if even in an engaged pyramid, in, engagement period, like, you can pay Sally Mae off with your significant other faster than with, not not even using their money. Because if you have someone, especially your significant other, and the game plan is to let's pay this bitch off in three to four years, I promise you, every decision that you make because you have a partner and you both are executing this, every yeah, decision that you make is going to be surrounded around paying this person off or paying Navient off. And it's possible. It'll be fun. Um, but I just don't want... Because I used to, like, all of my 20s, I'm like, I'm never going to be able to pay her off. Like, that's just what I thought. And, like, now I think differently. Like, before I move forward within a relationship or a marriage or even living with someone, like, I want to pay that whole off. Because just imagine how dope the relationship can be. Or, and this is just an idea... Just imagine how it would be if we didn't owe Navient and we only owed our mortgage. Mm-hmm. So it frees up so much additional income for investments or just or just trips or yeah. whatever you want to do. So what are your what are some tips you would give um, for people that are in your stage of dating or relationships? So for Justin, you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. Car, you're engaged, and myself, I'm dating. What are some tips you would give people? In your stage so of relationships. So for me, I am all about let's get rid of this shit. Like, I'm, I, I'm all for, like, let's develop a plan so we can get rid of it. If this is, if, if, if I am who you want to spend the rest of your life with and you, you are who I want to spend the rest of my life with, I think we have enough time to execute or eliminate most of the debt, the finances. And it's just a matter of doing that because... I see how I want to live my next five to 10 years or the rest of my life. And, you know, obviously you have to find a balance or like develop what that looks like. 
Um, but my focus is to eliminate my debt, like literally all of my debt before I turn a certain age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say develop your own plan of action. If you're dating, you know, try to like blend the two if possible, because mine may be extreme compared to, you know, the other person, other person. or your, yours may be extreme compared to the other person. Um, but that's just where I'm at. I'm like, get that shit over with because... I'd say this much. In in a relationship, I spend buku money because I'm con- not only am I considering myself, I'm considering my significant other. And a lot of that money can be contributing to eliminating death. So that's just where I am. Okay. Like the fun is over. Let's get to business. Um, being engaged, I think my mindset completely changed and money was no longer mine but ours. So... A tip would be to have a conversation and all conversations about money at every stage. So as soon as y'all get engaged, okay, let's get this ring insured. Okay, how much is the ring worth? Okay, how are we going to pay it off if he didn't pay it up front? Okay, the next step is, okay, how are we going to pay for this wedding? Let's get a budget with the wedding. Like You have to talk about every single thing and establish a plan on how you're going to get there. And it also brings you closer as a couple. So you do start like just trusting that person more and really like knowing them intimately and how they think about money, which is important. Um, And like I was saying, we have a joint checking and a joint savings, but then we also have separate checking and separate savings. I mean, it's really just what whatever works best for y'all. I don't think that there's a magic formula. This works for us, and it's probably what we'll continue to do. But whatever you feel is best. If you feel like you want to put everything in the same pot, do that. If you feel you want to be held accountable. But it's all about literally just, I feel like I say literally a lot. <laughs> it's all about open communication about money. And sure. another thing I learned in premarital is you have to come up with a dollar amount of money that you spend and you don't have to tell your significant other. So like if like let's say your number is $25. Anything <laughs> under $25 I can spend and I don't have to tell you about it. But anything over $25 I have to tell you about it. Even if it's in a hey I spent $30 on gas today. It don't have to be like a this is exactly what I like. Right. It my go to is like hey I know we needed this for the house, so I went and got paper towels, blah, 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 and I spent 50 bucks. Right. And it's literally just a, so that there's never a surprise at okay. all. Um, my tip for those that are dating is, in the words of my dad, don't take no wooden nickels. Um <laughs> Don't let people trick you or shortchange you. I think as women, especially black women, we are um, ridiculed for looking for someone that has um, a salary or a lifestyle that looks like ours, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm -mm. Um, I'm not saying that everyone needs to make you know, the exact amount of money that you're making, but what are their plans to get to where you are so that whatever life you're living now and you want to live in the future, you can continue to live that. So just because, uh, you know, since you're 30 or you're 33 
and you feel like you need to be married does not mean that you need to go get the fella that works at the warehouse just because people are telling you that that's what you need to do. Get and you a good, a hard working man, a good man. A good hard working man. So country. <laughs> and it's no shade to anybody that works in a warehouse. Absolutely no shade. I'm just saying, make sure that you are equally yoked with the person that you want to move into a relationship with, mm-hmm. because the dating phase is for that to weed out and eliminate the people you do not want to be in a relationship with. Mm. So, don't be afraid to you know Google how much they make, child. You can actually Google people. <laughs> Do that while you date, too. Because <laughs> folks be out be here not one. telling the truth. I'm about to start. I'm about to start like, I need proof. I need to see the receipts. Do you want to see the check? I want to at least, I would at least like to see a savings account. The direct deposit? <laughs> no, nah, I, I would just want to see the savings account. Okay. Um,. Well, this has been an interesting combo. It money, has. money is always a hard conversation to have with some people. Not for me, especially when people aren't good so with broke. it. It's exactly. hard because I used to not be good. Shit, with it. I used to be so broke to the point where it's like, nah. Mm-mm. Talk about never go back. I don't ever want to go back. I'm not the best with money, but I'm about to make a, a huge decision to get. Things in order. Get your house in order. And I need to get my house in order too, Yamish. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna take Ooh, a that Louisiana. Oh. <laughs> I need to get my house together too, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Came out of nowhere. No, I am too, because I wanna I mean, we gotta pay for this honeymoon. That's not in the budget right now. Like the budget right now is wedding. But the honeymoon has to be in that. So right. that's this so life is hard, bro. It's <laughs> hard. <laughs> Living in America is hard. Living in America. Never. This is America. I still ain't watch that video. I'm not. So um, I found it on the shade room. Well, actually, Justin found it on the shade room mm-hmm. and sent it to us when we were talking about money and relationships. So um, Terry Duran on Instagram writes, I lived at home for two years and managed to save up to $20,000 in my savings. I've been married for about three years, and I brought it up to forty-five thousand. My wife put in five thousand to bring it up to fifty k. <laughs> Recently, <laughs> she went behind my back, took all fifty k out of the savings account, and used it to pay off all of her student loans. Needless to say, wow. I am furious over it. Yes, I understand marriage is not about one person, but seeing as how I alone put the forty-five k in. The least she could have done was consult with me before making such a big decision. Now I'm considering divorce. What do you guys think I should do? Bye. It's time to divorce. Yeah, that's a wrap, shoddy. I mean, 45 grand to your $5,000? And then he said that marriage is not all about self, which he's right, but she made a decision that based was on extremely selfish. Yeah. Maybe not. Let me tell you why. Cara. Don't come in here. Don't with, come in with that bullshit. Just let me play the devil's advocate. Uh-uh. There is nothing. Let, let me hear me this. Let me tell you why. Let me hear this. <laughs> when you get married. Cara was smacking, by the way. That was not me. That was not me. <laughs> when you get married. Your debt becomes the other person's debt. 
right? So your debt is a combined debt. So really, not saying that she should have taken it without permission, I think, or not permission, but without discussion. Like, that was completely wrong. However, her eliminating $50,000 worth of her debt is really eliminating $50,000 of their debt as a collective. So really, she didn't necessarily, like, she took his money, yes, but she eliminated their debt. So really it was But him. no, what you did was you put them in a hole because that savings was for like things that could possibly happen. Like you just completely wiped out the savings. Like Sally Mae will not if you call them back and be like, Hey, I need my money back. No. They'll be like, nah. It's done. No, so you wiped out their savings and not only that, you put the whole family at fucking risk, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> For like just being at harm, like the car breaks down. Like I mean, look, why would you do that? That's slight stealing. That is <laughs> like a bitch. I, you did. <laughs> I would try to. I would literally try to take that whole to court. Like no lie. Like I need my money back. Straight the fuck up. Straight up. I need my money back. Problem is, legally, unless there was a way. For the bank to show who put what in at what time, it's commingled funds. Therefore, legally, the money is theirs as a unit. And in reality, it would have been split down the middle if it were. Like, if they were to get divorced before she spent the money, he would have got 25. Just This just depends on if you can track who put what in where. Actually, I take that back. I would not divorce her immediately. I would try to get some of that money back. But you can't. I would. She was going to have to work for it. I think that... She was going to... Oh, my gosh. She should have... The reason it's a wrap, Shadi, is because <laughs> you did not have this conversation with me. That's like somebody taking... If he had a went out and took that 50K and went and bought a Porsche, like, it's paid for, so it ain't no debt. But you didn't talk to me about it. So that is... True disrespectful on all levels. The other thing about it is, had they had the conversation, maybe he would have said, all right, we're going to put 50, 25K, we're going to pay off 25K. The other 25K, this is how we're going to work to pay it off. Mm -hmm. So they could have did it together. And he still would have had his little $25,000 sitting in the bank, and he wouldn't have felt like all those years that he stayed at home, because staying at home, it's not easy. <laughs> So he wouldn't have felt like all them years that he stayed at home and say that money just went to waste. Because that's probably how he felt. Like, you mean to tell me I stayed with my parents for this long? That's exactly what you're saying. For you to take this money out in one day? I mean, it just doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me that you would put 50 grand on something that is already labeled as debt. You understand what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people, what people fail to realize, and, and this is what I feel, that I would much rather you contribute as much as you can to your savings for a certain period of time just so you can, this is your safety net. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Navient is fine. Her lights is going to fucking stay on. <laughs> but if you become like, something happens to you, God forbid, you get on part-time disability, the money is like, like shit can happen. You got your savings account to like, at least try to keep you. Why in the fuck would you give $50,000 to a bitch where the lights is already going to be on? 
she's not even missing that money. Navid is just like, I'm gonna ask you for my money just because, just in case you give it to me. And you fell for the fucking trap. Not saying that you can't pay for her, but I feel like that 50 grand was their savings. You work from today on forward to pay off the debt. You don't go on the money that we fucking made already. You know, like, okay, you you put 325, I'll match you 200. So we'll pay 525 towards your debt. But what we're not gonna do, we're it's not gonna we're not gonna take all out. the money that we have saved, and I'm including you because you can you put the little five thousand dollars in there and I don't wanna <laughs> hurt your feelings. Like old girl did on Soul Food. Mm-hmm. So, and I just feel like people are dumb and like people need to learn, they need to educate themselves on like how to get out of debt, which is very vital. But that would have really like, I would probably would have to divorce her because every day I would see her, I would want to fight. I would want to square up <laughs> and then I would be, I would be the nigga who would hit women, you know, so hit a woman, you know. Because um, you didn't took my $45,000. I think I would have to like, uh, yeah, I probably would have to take that Dang. charge, take that L, because I would really want to fight her every day. In fact, keep them kids. I don't even want them kids. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but I'm dead ass. Like, you take them babies, I'll get their ass on the weekend, because just seeing their asses. Would they piss look me like the fuck you. Off. Y'all, $45,000 is a lot of money to save. It's that a is, lot that's of, a money. Ton of money. To that's a lot of fucking money. It is. That man, what he did was he set his family up for success and she just fuck it up. See? They didn't have that conversation beforehand. I definitely man, no, bro. Like I've I'm not saying that they did. That conversation I don't know. that you said that your premarital counselor said y'all supposed to do if oh, you spend yeah, over this that. amount. Mm-mm. They clearly didn't have that conversation. Mm-mm. Many my, people don't. I'm, listen, my f- two friends who are married, they I mean, they did what they were supposed to. Like they they communicate like you can't do this, but the woman was still doing whatever doing whatever she wanted to do. I feel like sometimes it goes beyond I'd just be that conversation. So when we get in front of that judge, I can say on this date. So it's not just unreconcilable differences. You see, this millennial moment just made me <laughs> not want to get married. Let me like, say fuck this, that. okay? From my perspective. I disagree with divorce. I don't think divorce exists, okay, <laughs> in my marriage. So, no, that's fair. For me, no, I would not divorce him or her if that was the case. However, so ben did that. however, we would be going to some serious. First of all, oh. he would have to grovel to the point of oblivion. What if he don't? Yeah, because they don't have to. Because according that's to that you law want. you just stated, that's my money. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people of get is. entitled like that once they get in marriages. But I'm saying. I would get entitled. To like, give the other perspective, divorce is not an option. But I would be pissed and I would require, like, premarital counseling. Like, there would be a lot of stipulations. And I think if my spouse is remorseful... I think that's something that you can get through. If they're not remorseful, that's that's going to be, I mean, that's a bridge I'll get to once I get there. But I just, that's that's a hard one. And that's a hard one to say, like, that, that's one of those instances where it's like, God, for real, like, this is the person you gave me? Yeah, like, you begging to him, asking him, like, what is the lesson in this? Yeah, but that's, it's hard to say, like, divorce is, 
I mean, because it's supposed to be for better or for worse, and that's one of the worst. That's a part of that worst. That's like a, to me, that's like a big fuck you in your face. Oh, it definitely You know is. what I'm saying? I mean, but it's, it's the, I mean, it's the equivalent of cheating. Mm. It's the equivalent of cheating. Uh, and, you know, yeah. I don't know. I would much rather you go out of there and get banged. Don't take my money. Get banged. You know what? <laughs> We're gonna have to move on because it's clear that we've been. No, on. Bro, don't take my fucking no, money though. I'm like. not. I am not a lover of money, y'all. But being financially secure and being broke, two totally different things. And I refuse to be out here broke. That would scare me. My heart. I worked for that. That would scare me. Forty-five grand. If you take fifty thousand dollars, you take five hundred. You'll kill me. You'll kill me. You will kill me for the insurance money. Like you You will do that. You would. That would scare me. And car, I know that you're saying this probably because you know marriage is right there. It is, and 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 you're gonna take the vows. Please give us that hope. Absolutely. And I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe it too, but. I, I can't have a butt. Where I am right now, I can't have a butt. And I would say that I would be really, really upset. Did you Did you show him the, the screenshot? No, I haven't. I'm y'all need to, to talk about, about that. I'm I, I really want to know what he says. I'll tell y'all next week what he says. Um, but yeah, um, I would, I mean, because it's just like at this point, <laughs> now I'm dealing with my emotions and me. Like I do, I want to kill. Do I want to like beat fuck up? Like, or do I just like do I want to hire somebody to like? So you know, there's like, a law. You told us, Cara, before that like if you you do something on impulse while that person is <laughs> right in front of you, you didn't think about it's it. Manslaughter. <laughs> that probably would no. be. <laughs> it's straight prenup, bro. Like straight prenup. Yeah, I mean that's. It'll like Man. honestly, in order for me to like honestly, in order for me to get married, prenup all the way. Like, what we make after this marriage, cool, fair game to negotiate. What I got before this marriage is mine. Cause think about it, I didn't had several conversations with you yeah. to get your shit together. You understand what I'm saying? And if it ain't together by the time you know it's time time to sign that, then. I mean, it's just going to be prenup, period. Like, I, I think that's the only way I can look at it, you know? That's yeah. the only way I can continue on with the marriage because it's like, I'm not giving you anything that to fuck with me like that. And if we create it together, then we can go to war. How did that phone call to Navient go? Oh, yeah, I just want to pay off my debt. <laughs> like, no one pays, not even white folks right, pay off their like debt like 50, that. $50,000. No one just dropped 50 I don't even know if the bank can approve that shit. Which right. is why you have spending limits on your cards. Wow. Square up. My All sister right, was going to have to whip that ass. Like, somebody was going to have to get you. <laughs> somebody. It's a rap show. They am going back to live with my parents. I know. <laughs> Save my little... What What did he save at first? What? His... $30,000? 45 grand. Yeah. Save my little $45,000 again. Initially, no. Initially, he saved up 20, 20 grand with his parents. With his parents. All right. Um. Yeah. All right, listeners. Tell us what y'all think. Uh, go ahead and hashtag ML three while y'all listening to this, and tell us if y'all will fight your spouse. 
and no. or divorce them. Divorce them once they marriage. Hey, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So I've been dying to tell y'all about these new flats that I have been wearing called hey, Rothy's. Listen, first of all, they're hella comfortable. They come in like all the colors. I got a blue pair, like a blue python pair, and it's bomb. Nice. I, like as soon as I wore them to work, I got like 10 compliments in one day. Really? Very, yes. Nice. Like literally people were stopping me like, where'd you get those from? Like no lie. And they're really, really comfortable. They're durable. They're machine washable. Absolutely. So if you got stank feet, all you got to do <laughs> is take the stole out and put them in the washing machine. Right. That's it. What color did you get me? I got green and they're so cute. I can't wait to wear them. You know, like after work, you can still wear them to mm-hmm. a little happy hour because mm-hmm. they're super cute. Yeah. Very cute. And, and there were like hundreds of colors to choose from. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. My sister got the leopard print point toe flat mm-hmm. and she loves it. Yes, I got a point toe also. I did too. Yeah. But low key, I want to get the loafer too. Because I feel like the loafer is another transitionable shoe as well. Correct, from correct. like night to day. What I look what I what I like about it is that when you look at the shoe, it looks like it's very durable. It looks like it's not gonna rip. It looks like, you know, you can throw it in the wash and it's literally gonna come out looking the way you have it. So have you guys washed it yet or no? No, not I yet. Okay. No, but they feel like foam, like when you put your foot in. Oh, that's a good feeling. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling. And also, like, as you were talking about the colors, they update their colors like every two weeks. Really? So they get new colors and new sizes every couple of weeks for different seasons. Some of the the colors, of course, black and brown stay, but they bring a lot of new hip and stylish colors. I hate the word hip, but I just used it. (laughs) Shout out Um, to the flats. (laughs) And also, um, you know, just for our Millennial Love listeners, if you type in the code LOV3, you're going to get free shipping on any pair of Rothy shoes. That's the flats, the pointed toe flats, the loafers, and also any color. Um, They're just a bomb. I'm not going to lie. I wear flats to work all the time, and these have become my new faves. Absolutely. And if you have to, you know, walk when you're at work, down buildings and going... Through the hallways, this is an amazing shoe. It's going to be comfortable. It's not too tight. So you'll definitely love it. So it's a no-brainer. The shoes are comfortable, stylish, and they're sustainable. Plus, you get free shipping. All you got to do is go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com and enter the code LOV3 to get your cute shoes with free shipping. And if you need to return them for any reason, but you won't because they're the bomb, maybe to get a a different color or a different size, that is also free. Nice. So, shout out to the your, flat. Go on, get your Rothy's flat. <laughs> and go on and get your blessing. Promo code LOV3, free <laughs> shipping. Get this deal while it lasts. Yay. Okay, word of the day. Please send us $5 to the Cash App. Money sent. Oh, money signed. <laughs> Millie Love, that's LOV3. Okay, word of the day this week is. Drum roll, was please. that a drum roll? She I only knocked. have one hand. Okay, she ah, I only have knock, 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 knock. I only have one hand. Word of the day, they probably not gonna be able to hear it anyway. Is boondoggle? Oh my god, <laughs> boondoggle! Oh. Boondoggle, it's a noun. It is, it has two definitions. The first is a braided cord worn by Boy Scouts. As a neckerchief or an ornament. And two, it is a wasteful or impractical 
project or activity. Justin, please use boondoggle in a sentence. Hmm, I'm trying to decide <laughs> which definition I want to go with. <laughs> oh. Boondoggle. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, in seventh grade, my science teacher had a boondoggle of an assignment by us creating ice cream in class. Oh. My fingers were frozen the whole time. That what for? Why nice. are we creating fucking ice cream within a Ziploc bag? That was really nice, Justin. Shut up. I wasn't being funny. <laughs> I'm being serious. Um... I'm going to put my son in Boy Scouts so that he can wear a boondoggle. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Kari. This episode is a boondoggle. No, the fuck it ain't. Y'all better take it. I'm just kidding. No, it ain't. It's the opposite of a doggo, I mean a boondoggle. A doggo boondoggle. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.